Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Welcome to another episode of Curious Conversations. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I'm only oh. saying happy Wednesday because it drops on a Wednesday, but I know you guys listen to this anytime. It's another week. And I held my tongue then because I realized that I say Tully Louise every intro I and I was like, Tull. I know, you do. So we have another week and this week has been jam-packed. I feel like the weeks are so hectic. Uh, and one of my highlights this week was I got a Peloton bike. Oh, you did? Yes. So I got a Peloton bike. And? It's amazing. Okay. So I'm like, I understand why everyone was so crazy over getting a Peloton bike in lockdown. Like, okay, obviously gyms weren't open. Yeah. But it's freaking amazing. Like if you're, what I think of a Peloton bike is for a busy mum. I think it's such a good, not that I'm a mum, but I was thinking about it uh, yesterday when I was on the bike. I was like, this is a perfect equipment mm. for a mum. Like, can get up early, do your ride, and then, you know, whatever. But there's also, so on the bike, there is cycle classes, there's strength classes, there's yoga, there's meditation. It's not just cycle. Oh. Yeah. So it's amazing. It's like an all-in-one. And you can actually um, stream the classes from the app to your TV. So you don't actually have to watch the classes on your bike. How good. Yeah. So it's bloody amazing. And I'm, I can't believe it took me so long to get one. Good my on boyfriend's you. use it more than me though. I might come over and use it. Yeah, 100%. Too. My sister used it this morning. Oh, how Yeah, good. so it's good. The twins just sit in the lounge room, watch TV, and she rode it. It's actually really fun. Break a sweat or what? Yeah, she did. Oh, yeah. Amazing. So that's a highlight of my week. Do you have a highlight? Highlight of my week. Uh, yesterday I had my nieces over for the morning. That was pretty special. Cute. And you got a haircut. I got a haircut. Yeah. Thank you, you for that. noticing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. I did. Um, oh. I just It was just needed just a little bit of a pick-me-up, yeah. so I got a haircut. We actually had an amazing dinner last night um, for Chemist Warehouse. They had a dinner called The Annual, and it was to celebrate or, like, get everyone together, like, influencers and content creators that they work with, and it was at Alto, and it was so much fun, and it was vibe, and thank you, girls, for putting that on because it was fun. I really loved it. I went with you and Ella, and it was. I love the food. You gave me the gnocchi, know, so thank I you very really much. I was really pissed off at myself for giving you that. <laughs> but it was You great, were so salty, I know. and I was like… And then I felt bad. So I was like, oh, do you Only want- because mine, I was like, oh, it's too fishy. And I was like, try it. And you're like, no. I was it like, was really try good. it. It was really good. <laughs> but on this week's episode, we just finished recording with Ella. And Ella is from, well, Ella, aka The Breath Boss. Yes. Yeah. Who now has a studio called The Breath House. Yeah. In, is it officially Windsor? Yeah, it is Windsor. In Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, but if you don't know- I'm sure people would have heard about breathwork the last couple of years because I really feel like it's a bit of a movement. That yeah. breathwork along with cold showers, ice baths, that's it's all mm. a, a, a thing now. Yeah. And we spoke to Ella about breathwork. We did one of her classes the other week, which we speak about our experiences. Yours was a bit hectic. But 
what I gathered from the conversation was if you're feeling a bit anxious, not right, breathwork's actually for you. Yeah, 100%. It's just one of those things that is very uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. And I feel like when it's uncomfortable, it's you actually need to sit in it and do it. But Lean in. Yeah. That's what we say. Anyway, I think just let's dive straight in. It was a great episode. Thank you, Ella. I know you're listening. Thank you for coming on and teaching us a thing or two about breathing because I definitely know I'm going to be a bit more conscious of breathing. Are you breathing through your nose or your mouth right now? Probably my nose. Are oh, no. My, my, my stomach's moving. <laughs> so you're breathing into your stomach. That's a win at this. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys love it. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and oh, share with all your friends. <laughs> Thank you. You got me on that one. <laughs> Ella, welcome to Curious Conversations. Thanks for having me. I'm going to ask the hard, hard question first. Do you breathe through your mouth or your nose? My nose always. 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 Okay. And, unless I'm... I go lift weights and my PT is a very strong on mouth breathing to brace your body for a weight lift oh. and then mouth breathing when I'm doing a breathwork practice or if I'm on a real big rant or if I'm running, sometimes I can't quite get nose breaths in. Yeah. But other than that, it's nose all the way. Isn't that funny? I'm not aware at all if I'm a nose or mouth breather. What what are the benefits of breathing through your nose rather than your mouth? So if you put your hand like this, this is the size of your nasal cavity and there mm-hmm. is so much going on behind there that you don't even realize. So basically when you breathe in and out of your mouth, you're Isn't taking… funny we both did that? I know. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, we're on a podcast. No one can see yeah. what we're doing. We'll have to put that on the video because it's like, yeah, it's a weird action to do. But basically when you breathe in and out of your mouth, like our mouths aren't… If you look at like the physiology of our body, our mm-hmm. mouths aren't made to breathe. Our mouths are made to talk and to eat and we… We just happen to be like there's no breathing yes we can breathe and survive but at what cost but our noses are there's little hairs in our noses which we all know yeah. about mm-hmm. and some people's are really obvious and <laughs> the little hairs are attached to I don't actually know how exactly it works but I know that when you breathe through your nose the air mixes with a gas called nitric oxide uh-huh. so you're filtering the air that comes through so like the nose hairs are helping filter it it's mixing with the gas the gas is a biodacillator so it's helping the oxygen and carbon dioxide um, crossover in your body. You're also heating the air to the right temperature and you're breathing the perfect amount of air for your body. You're not over breathing. So you can breathe too much air in and it'd be really counterintuitive. Mm -hmm. That's what happens when you mouth breathe. Um, so yeah, your nose is there to breathe. Your mouth is not there to breathe. I've never thought why we had nose hairs. Have you? Oh, my background's in this kind of oh so you knew I have no idea I just learned something but the reason why Sarah asked you that because you're Ella aka breath boss I love that how did you get right actually I think do you want to go from the start yeah let's Let's go let's go through I want to know I'm so curious how you got into like this breathing what would you call it like it's not like a community Okay, so I thought this was bullshit. I uh thought the breathwork was absolutely bullshit Uh because, like, we breathe all the time. You know, like, so many people in our society are like, breathwork, come on, like, I breathe. I'm Mm -hmm. fine. Like, what are you talking about? You don't even have to think about it. And they're always like, yeah, they're always like, it's snake oil. Like, you're trying to make money off all this shit. Like, it's like, Mm. no, hold on, wait, stop. There's so much more to it. So I used to be a hot mess, like a proper hot mess. I moved to Melbourne when I was 20. One Mm -hmm. and I found myself working in beauty, and I was very much um, 
I was running still from everything. Like I had a very beautiful life, but I had a very chaotic life and I needed breath work more than anyone else in the whole wide world. And I had all of these things happen in my early 20s once I was like an adult in Melbourne living away from my family and I found myself super addicted to sending it on the weekend yeah. and then Valiums and Zannying my way through the week with like um, coffee in the morning with Xanax, lunchtime, like going to have Subway and then another lunch because like I wanted to eat my feelings mm. and then having a Zan eating on myself and then going back to work for the afternoon and then finishing work. Going, like I was, a, I was a mess. Mm. I was really running from myself. And then that just kept happening and I just kept – like I was years into this cycle of suppression and – just like masking everything and then I had it all came to a head mm-hmm. and I had my Britney Spears moment Ugh. and my Britney Spears moment had me running up and down the street in queue after eating a lot of Zannies and drinking a lot of wine uh-huh. and having like a very public nervous breakdown wow. um, to the point where I was like laying in traffic and I was headbutting walls and I got admitted to a psych ward and that was the best thing that ever happened because that sent me home to Byron to find a therapist. I'd been seeing psychologists my whole life, but they were the psychologists who'd be like, and what happened next? And then what happened? And it was always just me talking and no mm. one, they never like explained anything to me. So I went home, found this amazing psych and she helped me intellectualize why I was the way I was. And I came back to Melbourne after like six weeks of therapy and I changed my work roster and I wasn't working back to back 12 hour days and I was I was better, but yeah. I wasn't better yet because I was still numbing, right? I was still having a Valium from the yeah. doctor or a sleeping tablet from the doctor. And instead of having a bottle of wine, it was a glass of wine. And instead of having a whole weekend out on the weekend, it was like just one night and just like sending it, mm-hmm. but still being in bed at one. So it was like still suppressing, but normal suppressing. And it was like normal in my friendship circle. And then I found myself buying Xanax again. And one of my friends was like, just try breath. And I was like, Maddie, shut the fuck up. I I do not need breath work. And she's like, please just try it. And she wanted me to try the Wim Hof method, Mm -hmm. which is like the class style that I facilitate, kind of like that. And I didn't do it. And I had my Zannies. I got three. And I remember halving them and like having half of one being like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. And then one of my other friends sent me a full moon release. And that was like the big breakthrough session. And I was like, fuck, another friend who doesn't know this friend is sending me this. Like, I should try it. Oh, wow. Mm. And I laid down and I said to myself, I'm just going to do it and then tell everyone else to shut up because I'll have tried it by then. Mm -hmm. We were on Zoom and it was a group Zoom. And I had two other friends in Melbourne doing it at the same time. And I just remember laying there thinking, this is such bullshit. Like, this, all the stuff that this woman is saying, I was thinking, you sound crazy. Mm. Like, you actually sound like you're a crazy person. And then I promised myself I would surrender to it. And that was my intention. My intention was just to surrender because at that point in my life, I don't think I'd ever done anything to the full extent. Like I'd always been like, oh, it's too hard or not like that or whatever. Mm. And I was like, just do this one thing. And whoa. (laughs) I was like, it was the most, I was on my bed and I started breathing and I was getting distracted and I kept getting taken elsewhere. Like my mind was like, you have to do this. And I got up a few times and went and like had water and like stretched and I was like, go back and lie down. And I did it. And then like the last half of the session, it was the most profound thing. Like I felt feelings in my body. I was going places in my mind that I didn't know that I even ever would think about again. And then there was this scream at the end into a pillow. And when I screamed into the pillow, it was like the first time I'd ever granted myself permission to scream without it being in anger or in sadness. Like it was Mm. just, I just wanted, I just had hyped all my energy up and then I just let it go into a pillow and I just 
in that exact moment, I went back and like relived this moment that I had with my mom a few years before that. And I called her up afterwards and I was like, I went back to that moment and she like burst into tears and she's like, I've thought about that moment so much. And I felt like such a failure in that moment. But like, I'm so happy that you've come full circle. And it was basically just like me trying to be like, it's not my fault, but it's my responsibility after a psych session and her being like, I'm so sorry, it's my fault. And I was like, no, I didn't mean it like that. Mm. But at the time I had no capacity to like cuddle her back when she was saying sorry for it. And anyway, long story short, had this profound moment. And then that night I had my first cold shower. And then the next day I had my first ice bath. And then I was like, holy shit, all of these crazy people are right. And there is something here. And like after that session, it's like the 10 years of smoking cones and taking Valiums and sending it and like double dropping and all of the nights out and all of that. It's like I felt better than all of those feelings, but it was breathing. Oh, wow. So so doing the breath work, doing the cold showers, the ice baths, it's like a natural dopamine release Mm -hmm. for you that you don't need all that. Mm -hmm. Well, that breath work feeling, that was like, I don't know if it was the full circle of that I completed it and that I sat in the uncomfortable feelings and I didn't run away from them for once because like it gets intense. Like your hand, like your body, sometimes it's delicious the whole way through, but Mm. most of the time in breath work, there's moments where you're like, why am I doing and then it's the moment on the other side of that where you've trained yourself to sit in that feeling and go like see it through and just acknowledge what your body needs from you that's where the magic is Mm. so it's like I'd finally done that and I'd finally like it's like I understood it's like I came home to myself that first day yeah and I was like fuck this is like I feel high but it's just me and I'm laying Mm. in bed and I've like cried and laughed and I feel free and I felt so many things and then she was saying about cold showers so I literally got up and got into a cold shower and then that was like the first night in maybe seven years that I went to sleep without any help. No way. What no, year was this? This was 2019. Wow. 2019. For people listening that are like, oh, okay, I'm going to try cold shower. I'm going to try something. Uncomfortable. <laughs> Uncomfortable. That's it. That's what I want to talk about. How do you stay in that uncomfortable feeling? Because you're saying if you do, that's where the breakthrough happens. Mm. So what I, my favorite way to describe why people need to have cold showers, firstly, I don't think, I think that women, when you're on your period, like when you're ble- when you're having like your bleed, don't get into a cold shower. Your body's mm. under enough. Like you don't need to push yourself anymore then. And I think that that's like the first thing I want to say because I think that's really important to like honor that time to yourself. But other than that, you can put your body into so much more stress than you think you can. And mm. like there's all these people walking around being like, I'm so stressed out, I'm so overwhelmed by this. And it's like, okay, you're so overwhelmed by these things that are happening. And yes, they probably are overwhelming. And yes, they probably are stressful, like Mm. on your nervous system. But the magic of a cold shower is that you're putting yourself into that controlled state of stress. And it sucks. And every inch of your soul is going, get out, what are you doing? Like, especially in Melbourne in winter, like it's horrific in there. But that when you're doing that, you're training your nervous system to handle overwhelming feelings. So then with consistency, and it doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen in two days or three days, like, yeah, you feel the dopamine hit of like the the neuropinephrine that's running through your blood, which is like the feel-good hormone, but it's the consistency of consistently putting yourself into that stressful response that then all of a sudden after like a month of it, you're like, oh, I'm not as stressed. Mm. Like it's like all these external things that normally get make me feel so overwhelmed I'm good because my nervous system knows how to show up in stress and my nervous system knows how to ground itself in stress. So why why the cold water therapy and the breathing? Why does that 
why did she recommend to do the shower after the breathing exercise? As an energy release. Ah, so like, okay. so water energetically, water cleans your energy field. Okay, so like magic talking now. So energetically, water is like an amazing yeah, energy cleaner, right? Okay. So she actually suggested to have a hot shower and like love the hot shower and then turn it to cold and then like have that kind of like ah. buzz at the end. So it was like the energy clearing, I guess. But yeah. I think I might have even gotten into a straight cold one. Yeah, wow. I was like, so I was like, what just happened? I was like, I'll, I was like, I'll do anything to feel that feeling again. Yeah, it's a very bizarre feeling. Like, yeah. a, like woof, like you just feel so good. Yeah. So from that day, did you continue that practice every single day, or did you have like a momentum and then kind of fall off the bandwagon, or how has your journey been since then? So then I. Mm, then 2020 happened and the yeah. world turned to shit yes. and I was in beauty so I didn't have a job. Uh-huh. So I actually then spent – so I kept practicing from like through January and February and then my ex and I broke up okay. and I had some overwhelming feelings obviously and then I moved into a bedroom – like a house by myself and we went into lockdown mm. and I was living just off um, – just near the Botanical Gardens – so I would actually spend all day every day walking barefoot around the botanical gardens, uh. doing breath work, listening to binaural beats. Yeah. And it, I, I kind of, to be honest with you, I've fallen off the bandwagon probably in the last 10 months more than I ever have before okay. that. Yeah. And it's just because now I do this so much for other people that it's like when I'm by myself, I'm like, I don't want to go in and make yeah. myself cry. I don't want to go in and like feel yeah. things. Like I just want to just be and just like enjoy being. So I've actually would have said yeah. I've fallen off the bandwagon yeah, in the last like six to ten months, more than I ever had before that. Yeah, which and is understandable. Yeah, hundred percent. How does that make you feel? Do you get feelings of like, or how do you ground yeah. yourself now that you don't have breath? Yeah, work? true. Good question. So I every single morning, I oh not every morning. Tuesday mornings I don't, and sometimes I'm a little bit naughty. But most mornings I leave my phone on airplane mode yeah. for the first like hour of the day or forty five minutes at least. And I try to get straight into a cold shower or go straight to the ocean and have a swim. And I try to, and I I'm I can tell as soon as I start to get too overwhelmed. Like I'm chaos. I'm always mm-hmm. fast. I'm always this. But when I start to feel overwhelmed in my body, I just know that I can go and sit for two minutes, take like ten deep breaths, and come straight back to where I need to be. That's good awareness. So it's like I've I think I've trained my nervous system enough now to be able to ground myself mm-hmm. when I do feel too scattered. Um, but yeah, it's my phone off for the first forty minutes, and not being anyone's person for the first forty minutes of the day is probably my biggest. That's cool. Me time thing. So when when obviously lockdown hit, I know you started doing like community um, sessions at the beach and yeah. stuff like that. So how did that come about? Because it's like a little community, and it's so That's nice an, to watch. It's an amazing community. Yeah, built. So. Yeah. So I started. In it was August 2021, I think okay. I had a, my old business partner, um, and I started Feel Good Dips. Mm-hmm. So we, I bas- we started Feel Good Dips because we wanted to open a, a space, which he's about to open. Um, but we started Feel Good Dips because we had obviously 2020 put everything backwards, and so we wanted to. We were both part of a running community, Run South Yarra, oh, or yep. um, used to be 440. And they actually suggested to build a swimming community because we were jumping in the ocean every day anyway. And they were like, why don't you just see who wants to do it? And so we started Feel Good Dips as a swimming community, not as a breathwork thing. And I would tell my friends to rug up and meet me there half an hour before so that I could practice running them through breathwork because I was doing my course. So it actually just started with only my friends. And then we'd do that. Everyone else would come meet for the dip. And then that kind of, because the whole world was so desperate for that connection and that like no one knew what was going on and like that genuine human connection was not Mm. a thing at the time so 
dips grew massively really quickly and people started seeing that I was doing breath work because I'd arrive early and then they'd be like how do I get involved in that and I never wanted to run anyone through breath work then mm. like I was still just discovering it myself yeah but then all of a sudden we started saying okay Wednesday mornings you come at six and if you want to do it and then within like four weeks I think there was like 90 people oh. and I hadn't even finished my actual course mm. yet like I was still had two more modules left to do and I was like, okay, here we go. Fuck it. Just <laughs> like, ride this way. Yeah, yeah. And then my, I, um, the run club that we were going to, they all nicknamed each other bosses. Like I was Lash Boss because I used to do lashes. And like Sean was Speed Boss. And they all had like their own, we had our nicknames. And I was like, no, I don't want to be Lash Boss. I want to be the Breath Boss. And they were like, okay, you're the Breath Boss. And ah, then it just kind name. of, and then all of a sudden like, I was really, really lucky that I got to be put in front of a community that I'd built and then I got that name and then it was like all of a sudden I was only like a month into being qualified when we had like 300 people on the beach and I was like there's 300 people who know me as the breath boss now and I've only done this for like a month and so and I and I used to do you know what I used to shake and I used to be so nervous and it was only like at the start of last year so it had been a year and a half into it that I finally stopped having a dry mouth and I finally started being like people are here to see you you have got this this is fine and I would have to like ground myself at the start of everything because I'm like why the fuck are people here to see me like why do these people want to do this with me but yeah I was really lucky that the community that I built like got me out in front of so many people so fast and that is so fucking cool isn't it yeah like really cool how it all accelerated so quickly. Yeah. So fast. Like so, like some girls sometimes, a lot of one-on-one girls come and they're like, I just want to be this. And some girls sometimes are like, I want to be like you. And I'm like, I'm exactly the same as you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we're the exact same. I just like apparently have, you know what I mean? Like I've just done this. I just yeah. keep like stepping into it and I just keep being like, okay, I'm going to get real uncomfortable and do this today and I'm going to do this. And it's like, it's, yeah. Do you have any like stories from anyone that's come to your sessions previous to when you've opened the studio that are like standout moments and that you makes your heart happy? Like, because oh your so story many. makes me so happy. Where to see and hear where you were and then how you discovered like breath work that makes me happy. But are there any things that stand out to you? So most people, um, not most people, a lot of people who come and do breakthrough breathwork sessions quit their job. Wow. Within like like one of my really good girlfriends, she she's my good girlfriend now, but I didn't know her obviously when she first came and laid down and she moved house and quit her. No, she moved house the first week and now she's quitting her job. And as soon as she laid down, like that's what her body told her was oh, like wow. she needs to get out of her house and she literally went and like broke her lease that day and paid the money. And like pe- people have really profound moments. But my favorite would be a girl who I was lashing and she mm-hmm. was my lash client. And when I first stepped into this, she – she was just like, yes, let me, let's do breath work. Like, fuck yeah, let's go. Mm -hmm. And I laid her down and we were in the park. We were laying down in the park because it was in lockdown and she lived in, I don't even know where. And I, my house went into, um, someone in my building had COVID and I was staying at one of my friend's houses. So I was like, we can do this session, but we're going to do it in the park. So we're in the park. Okay. On the floor. I've got one sound bowl with me. We're just doing some breath work in the sun. And I lay her down and I'm like, take a breath into your belly. And she goes, and I go, no, breathe into your belly. And she's like, and I was like, that's your chest. Breathe into your belly. And she's like, I can't. And I was like, she's like, this is me breathing in. And I was like, take a really deep breath in. And she'd be like, oh, wow. And I'm like, what? No, no. I was like, use your belly. And she's like, I can't. And this woman had been, 
had spent, had had a really, had had a few big moments happen to her in her life that had sent her into a doctor's office to get something to help her feel like a le- less. Yeah. And so basically she had been on a whole bunch of anti-anxieties, a whole bunch of antidepressants, sleeping tablets. Like she had a totally different energy to what she has now, but she laid down and I was like, you need to learn how to breathe into your belly and you need to learn how to predominantly use your nose and you need to learn because she would just go to the doctor and they'd just like up her dose, up her dose because mm. you become reliant on it and then yeah. they like you build a tolerance to that dose so you go back and you want more Mm. and it's like you keep going and relying on external things and I was like okay let's lie down breathe into your belly that whole session we just taught her to breathe into her belly and now she doesn't take a single thing she's a breathwork facilitator she has like she's met an amazing man like she's like she's her whole entire life has changed when I met her she like would never be seen without like birthday makeup every day and uh-huh. would have like and she needed to have this like and now she, I don't remember the last time I saw her in makeup Aww. she's like she's so she's so different and she, that she's probably my favorite story um because her life is the same as mine it's like unrecognizable now and then I was okay. gonna say for someone listening who's like mm, how do you breathe into your belly because it from what you've been saying, it's all about awareness. Mm. How you have to be aware that you're either breathing through your nose or breathing through your mouth. Mm. Then the next thing is you're breathing, are you breathing only into your chest or are you breathing to your belly? How do you breathe into your belly? Yeah, see, this is what I find. I feel like I have to show you how to breathe yeah, into your belly. Yeah, I was just belly. doing that too. But <laughs> basically people who move, when someone takes a really deep breath in, a lot of people are good at breathing into the belly, but a lot of people just do that and the mm. breath only moves here and there's no breathing, there's nothing happening here. Our mm-hmm. lungs are down here, right? So all of the gas that you need to like mix up is at the base of your lungs. So if you can't move your belly, so I would suggest putting a hand on your chest mm-hmm. and a hand on your belly and first just noticing and like not just taking one breath lying down, taking like 20 breaths and seeing where it goes and seeing if it's just in your head that you can't breathe into your belly because you're trying to pay attention to mm-hmm. it, right? And then I always suggest for people to, if someone can only move their chest, I tell them that they have to commit to it. Like you can't go to the gym and just expect to squat 80 kilos day one if you've never freaking squatted in your mm-hmm. life, right? It's like consistency, right? Yeah. So same with breathing and same with like changing any routine or any habit or whatever you'd call it. So basically lay down and put a hand on the belly, a hand on the chest and spend a song in the morning and a song at night. So three minutes, two minutes, however long you want, breathing into your belly Mm -hmm. and just keep sending your breath to your belly and your chest will keep moving and your chest will keep moving. And then one day you'll be like, oh, my belly's moving. Oh, my belly's moving. Okay, hold on. And then with time and consistency, you know, maybe you skip two days or three days, but then maybe you do it for longer on the weekend or whatever it might be. And then with time, all of a sudden, it just becomes habitual mm. and you're breathing into your belly. Chemist Warehouse segment this week. Pick of the week this week. It's your pick. It's my turn. And I am a sucker for a celebrity who uses makeup products. And guess who used this at the Met Gala? Our girl Gigi Hadid. She did. Oh she my did. God. I G- know. Gigi's worn the Tully Loose before too. 100%. And so I ran out because this mascara by Maybelline Falsies is new and exclusive to Chemist Warehouse. I love mascara. It is the thing that I will not leave my house without. And I've been using this and it's finding like lashes that I never knew existed before and giving me extra length. So... Thanks, Gigi, for giving me the tea on what you actually use. I think she, yeah, it's very cute to this little tube. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Anyway, it's available from Chemist Warehouse and it's Sarah's pick of the week. You won't regret it. So breathing into your belly, breathing into your lower lungs and where it 
at all, all the magic happens, that's what your body actually needs. That's what your body needs, yeah. Wow. Your body needs that gas So if you're, not, if you're not breathing that deep, your body's not getting the detoxification or anything that's supposed to be happening no. through breath. No. It's crazy. Wow. Now that you explain it like that and someone breathing through their chest, to me, if you had someone breathing through their belly and someone breathing through their chest, I would say the person breathing through their chest is like anxious and mm. like holding on to so much stuff. 100%. So it's more about being like present and really focusing on the breath. Does the belly breath also naturally calm down your nervous system? Okay. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So 100%. interesting. And like, you know, this is a very like, I guess not controversial. Oh, I could be controversial, but something that I have noticed in the last few years is like my little sister, for example, this mm. is a good example that I can use. My little sister has endometriosis uh-huh. and no one can explain why you get endometriosis, yeah. right? Or all of these autoimmunes, it's like there's no explanation. It's just it's happened or whatever for whatever reason. I believe that – you know, we've been put into school and we've been hunched over desks and we've been told, you know, to suck our bellies in as women because we don't want to have like bellies Mm. and all this kind of shit. So we've moved our breath into our chest. And when we breathe into our chest, you can go your whole entire life breathing in and out of your mouth and into your chest and live a normal life, like Mm. a normal life. Like whatever happens, happens. But I think that most of our society with autoimmune don't feel safe in their bodies because they don't know how to breathe properly. And I think that it's years and years of chest breathing and mouth breathing and what that does to your nervous system, what that's doing to your heart rate, what that's doing to your digestion, all of that kind of stuff. Like your nervous system doesn't know when you're breathing in and out of your mouth and when you're breathing into your chest, your nervous system doesn't know that you're doing that because you've been sat in a chair or because um, you're anxious because of an email or because of you had a fight with someone. Like your nervous system thinks there's a tiger behind you. Mm. So your nervous system is fighting to be like, okay, we're sending all of our blood to our arms, all of our blood to our legs. We're not we're like we're having tunnel vision on what we need to be doing because we're under attack. So when you're not breathing and your body doesn't feel safe, right? When you're under attack, it doesn't matter about how you're digesting food. It doesn't matter about your reproductive system. You're not safe to have a baby. So why is your nervous system going to worry about that? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, and my little sister's the biggest, for me, my biggest like, not project because she's not a project, but I just want her to start leaning into this more and like understanding that changing the way that she breathes and breathing with more intention and like sitting in that feeling of what it feels like to lie down and just take nose breaths Mm. for half an hour and just have to like keep coming back to why you're there and what you're doing there will do for her health. It's crazy because like so much more to breathing than what I thought. Autoimmune is like this. Like every second person has something going on and it's like, okay, how are you breathing? You're probably breathing in and out of your mouth. You're probably breathing into your chest. Or maybe now that you've been diagnosed with it, you're paying more attention to the way that you breathe. Yeah. But like not too late, but like also a little bit too late because it's already there, you know, like you want to get it before it happens. Is there anything to how long you breathe in and how long you breathe out? like the time of when you're just sitting here exactly so like I feel like I could breathe in through my nose to my belly really quickly but I don't know if that was supposed to take four to six breaths per minute that's the average breaths per minute no sorry that was the average breaths per minute like 10 years ago it's now it we've the science has changed as we've become more unhealthy and now I think it's like the normal is I think eight breaths per minute but there's a book called Breath by James Nestor um, and he talks about how we should be breathing. I think it's between four and six breaths per minute. So when you say per minute, sorry, I'm just trying to do that. So you're like breathing in and then out and that's one breath. Okay. That's so interesting. So we're all over breathing. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I'm really going to focus on my breathing when I'm just sitting. It's like the, the whole, and I know we've done it with you and we've done mm. it in yoga a lot, the flat, the four, four, four breath. Mm. Like breathe in for four, hold for four, breathe out for four. Mm-hmm. And naturally for me that calms me down so much. Yeah. But I find it really hard. I'm like. I, um, I'm i a Bikram teacher. I haven't taught Bikram for such a long time. And I did training with Bikram in like United States in like 2011. And we would do is it carpal body breathing where it's through the stomach but you're like but you have to keep your mouth closed and yeah I call it fire breathing yeah but you're like like, yeah so fucking hard you've done it in Bikram have you done Bikram before I've not done Bikram but I've done fire breathing yeah so yeah it's literally like fire breathing but it's like to cool down your body Mm. so is that why why is it called fire breathing is to cool down your body well we at at Bikram they used to say do it to cool down your body because you've just done a 90 minute class it's hot but I used to find it so difficult to do and learn. Fire breathing is probably one of the because I explain it like you want to like hard. like like it's like a bellow like you're like crunching yeah. and it's like you're trying to push down on something every time. Yeah. It's like, and there's no emphasis on the inhale; it's just on the exhale. Yeah, breathe in. That's how I. Yeah. So it's like for me. But if we're talking about the same thing, it's like yes. Yeah. Maybe you've done it in big yeah. room. Why yeah. do you, why do we do that kind of breath work practice? What I do that do? as a hype, like a hype up. I do oh. that as like a small amount of stress on my nervous system. So like for energy. Yeah. Okay. So huh. that's your natural coffee in the morning. If you want to. No, I'm a coffee addict. But yes. <laughs> I yeah. So yeah, I'm an absolute coffee addict. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, to the point where like. It's, so that kind of breath work hypes you up. Is there any other breath opposite. work? Like I know we've done and I don't know why nasal breathing through one nostril at a time in and then oh, yeah, see I've yoga. never gotten around this one I yeah. don't find that to be that like I have obviously like alternative nostril because left is uh our parasympathetic and right is our yeah, sympathetic yeah, yeah. I think of memory but I don't practice that mm. um we've just done that in yoga heaps of times when they make you yeah. do the, 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 the ultimate I, I think it's nice to just I think for me for that practice I enjoy it because like you're staying so present with what you're doing yeah. and there's like something to focus on while yeah. you're only focusing on breathing yeah. that's why I find that to be like relaxing yeah but I don't actually know much about that other than that it's activating those two nervous systems but then also your nose is activating your parasympathetic and your mouth is activating your sympathetic so yeah I don't know either that part this is where I'm like yes I call myself the breath boss but it was just a really catchy name I don't know know everything now I want to talk about our experience we came to one of your classes the other day and I was saying to tell before the class, I was like, oh, I'm really nervous. I feel really uncomfortable. Like I don't know what I'm getting into. So yeah. I was like, I knew I had to be there, lean into it. I had an amazing experience. We we did four rounds of breaths, all different types of breaths and to music. And I was like, on this journey, I was seeing psychedelic colours in my head. Like, But then Tal came up to me <laughs> afterwards and was like, I think I died in that class. I was like, what do you mean you think I you died? Asleep, guys. And literally two seconds later you walked up to tell and you're like, so you stopped breathing for a bit in that class, Tal? It was the weirdest experience. So I've done breath work and stuff, but not that intense like at yoga trainings. And it was so weird. Like I was so present breathing and then I can't remember the rest of the class and I felt like I was there, but I wasn't, and I know my stomach wasn't moving, and I felt like I wasn't breathing at all. Yeah, I think you went into a long breath hold. It was so, so – yeah. Yeah, so what happens is when you're breathing like that, 
you're changing the chemistry of your blood, right? Okay. And carbon di- and you're expelling heaps of carbon dioxide. Yeah. And carbon dioxide is the trigger that ha- that builds up in your body to tell you that you need to take a breath, right? Okay. So when you're expelling heaps of carbon dioxide, you're flooding your body with oxygen. So you would have just been relaxed and probably like still for maybe the first time that day or however long it had probably, been since you just yeah. lied down and just done nothing, right? Yeah. And so your body probably just went into like a state of zen and you just didn't actually need to breathe for an extended amount of time because you didn't have that trigger because you'd expect – because you'd been breathing so intensely or so differently to how you're normally breathing, right? You'd changed the chemistry. So your your nervous system wasn't like, I take a breath because you had no carbon dioxide in your blood. You just had oxygen. It was such a weird feeling because I do feel like I was like holding a breath but I wasn't there but it was so weird. That makes sense. Her body had enough oxygen to survive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she didn't – so you're saying the natural breath in, breath out, you only breathe in when you've got – high levels of CO2 in your body. It's like, oh, no, we have to balance this out. Yeah. Ah. So, so so, carbon dioxide is the thing that tells you you need to breathe. Ah, we yes. need oxygen so to get to balance it Has out. Has that ever yeah. happened to you? Has, have I the ever had that? The long breath hold? Yeah. So okay. I, I can hold my breath. I haven't done this for – like in lockdown when we yeah. were in 2020 and I was I, – people would call me Ella Hoff. Like I walked around. the I did breath work for hours a day. Yeah. And I got up to like I think a three and a half, nearly four-minute breath hold. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. But like when we do the footy teams, like when all the AFL boys come in and they've got such high cardiovascular – like yeah. they're, they're, they're fit as fuck, mm. right, obviously. And they can hold their breath. Like there's, there's a few of them in classes that I have to go over and say you need to like breathe in now. Like you can't keep going because – you you get to a state of like such relaxedness in it and like your body is so still that you actually completely forget to breathe altogether yeah and then some people actually have this I don't know what the technical term of it is but they go into like a state of shock where it's like they're it looks like a seizure oh my fucking god I feel like my nervous system did that the other week I told you do you know how when I was like but you didn't stop breathing. No, I didn't stop breathing, but my nervous system, I could feel like my body twitching, but because I know that I know what was coming up for me. I tend to suppress my emotions, so my nervous system was like, you always hide things with a smile, and that's what I was, I was smiling, but my body was like, this isn't how we usually do it. Mm. Yeah. So that I think would have just been the energy that your body's not used to Ah. sitting in. I think that would have been different to this. This is like when people have really high tolerances to carbon dioxide and then they completely rid their bodies of it and then their bodies just completely forget that they need to breathe. So they pass out, but it's not pass out. Like it's, it's quite a loud pass out. Like it's not, they, they don't do it quietly. Like they, they get, they, they're, it doesn't happen to many people, but it does sometimes happen, but they get quite scared in it. Yeah. Um, I just woke up and I was like in total like. I think yours happened? just would have been that you were just so zen. Yeah. And just so still. Probably because we um, were talking about Jack Boone before and he, or I could have fallen asleep. Who knows? Because <laughs> Jack Boone said, I'm so tired because yeah. I can hit the pillow straight away and I'm asleep. He's like, that's not really normal. He, he's like, you're so tired because we're talking about, which I want to talk about, taping your mouth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I can't do that. My nose is blocked. Like, I don't think I'll be able to, like, I'll die. Mm. And then we are talking about it and he's like, you're just so tired. But do you do the tape across the mouth when you sleep at night? Every night. Do you? Do you really? Every Every night. Night. Are you scared? Like, never. Really? My first night that I did it, I felt weird. Okay. My first night that I did it, I laid in bed and I was like, I, I had the same feelings. I was like, I'll die. I was like, I will yeah. not wake up and I'll be laughing. Everyone will laugh at me because I taped the tape girl. Girl. That's tape girl. Yeah. Like, I'll yeah. be on the front page of the news. Yeah. Um, but the first night, because I used to take heaps of sleep, like I used to not sleep without assistance, like yeah. ever, ever. And 
I read Breath by James Nestor after I did that first breathwork session and I was like, okay, cool. And like not only does when you breathe in and out of your mouth, it's also like misshaping the sh- – it's changing the shape of your face as well, like your your mouth. No, like, I've yeah, heard 100%. this. No. I've heard this. You'll yeah. notice, baby. No. Your <laughs> jaw will become more chiseled if you start taping your mouth. I promise you. It'll take like Great. three I don't months. have to continue going to Alex Pike. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep going to Alex Pike. We yeah, love it. We do that. <laughs> no, I've heard, I've heard this and I've also heard that if you um, know that. take teeth out of your mouth that it – Makes your take airway teeth out yeah. of your mouth. And if you're a mouth breather and you take teeth out, it makes your airways even smaller. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then your body's not mm-hmm. getting enough breath in as well. I can look at someone in the street and be like, that's a person who doesn't know how to breathe through their nose. Because the the shape of their fa- their jaw is hanging down further. That like their whole their whole face looks different to a nose breather. Wow. I'll am find I, what am I then? I think you're a bit of both. I'm a I snorer, think, so I feel like I'm a. I think you're a tiny bit of both, but both, but that's only because, yeah, I think you might be a little bit of both. Maybe I have to take my mouth in. I think. So, do you wake up in the middle of the night? No. Do you sleep all the way through? Yep. Do you I feel rested when you wake ones. up. Yeah. See, I don't oh, feel rested. You might be. You might. Yeah, because you're probably mouth breathing. Yeah, which is what <laughs> he said. Because I'm a snorer as well, so I feel like that's why I said to him we're talking about like sleeping, but I. Fall asleep straight away, but I wake up in the morning so tired. Yeah, because you're not getting rest. You're just going unconscious. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. Mm. So do I need to take my mouth? Yeah. In? So the quality of your breath isn't getting me rested and detoxifying your whole body. Do you have? I don't know if you want to talk about this, but do you have any other health issues? No. None. Fructose. I get oh fructose, but that's not. No, I get not like period it. pain, but not that bad anymore. But I don't have any other health issues. Oh, that's good then, because I, I the only reason I'm saying that is because most I would just assume because your your body wouldn't be getting proper rest. Yeah. So you'd be going to bed for like eight hours, seven hours, six hours, yeah. whatever it might be. But you're waking up feeling exhausted because like your nervous system feels like there's someone about to attack you. Yeah. So like in the middle of the night, even though you're asleep, your body's like, "Hi, we're sending blood to our legs and to our arms because there's a tiger in the room." Like I get anxiety, <laughs> but like I. But I don't. I don't have. But do any... you have cold showers? No. Mm. I want to have a cold shower, but I prefer. So this sounds so weird. I tell me your opinion as well. I would prefer to jump in a pool or go in the ocean because I feel like with showers, I've got complete control of jumping out. But mm-hmm. I know that's probably I should use my mind and be like, don't fucking jump out. But for me, a shower, I'm like, it's easy for me to be like, oh no. But yeah. in the pool or the ocean, you have to get in. You can't get out. So I reckon if you started, so you know how you just said you have anxiety. I reckon if you had a cold shower every day, Uh unless you were on your period, I think that in a month you wouldn't have that story in your head anymore. Okay, maybe. Well, I'm actually TMI, too much information, but my period's coming tomorrow. So (laughs) next week. There you go, next week. Next week I'll start it. Okay, I'm going to give myself a little goal. I learned a lot about how my body and my nervous system when I started doing cold cold plunge. Are you still doing it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good. So my thing is I would go into the pool every morning and first it was the anxiety. I would delay it. I was like, I'm not good. I'm not doing it this morning. Mm. And then I was like, it would be the afternoon. I was like, Sarah, you have to like, you, you don't have, have to do it today. You just, it has to be done. So I would get in and be like, jump in, jump out. I was like, done. And then I was like, okay, next level. I go in slowly and I can feel my shoulders up near my mm. ears. I was like, oh my God, when I'm stressed, this is what happens. So I tried to naturally relax my shoulders. And then the next day I go in, okay. I was like, so I was aware that something happens in my body when I go in and I'm uncomfortable. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm holding my breath. I'm so uncomfortable. I'm holding my breath. I have to breathe. Mm. So I was like, relax your shoulders, breathe. And now I've got to a stage where I'm in there four or five minutes just chilling. 
Like amazing. My mum was down visiting last week and she's like, you're crazy. We were doing it in lockdown, remember? Yeah. Because in lockdown we were like, we have to give ourselves challenges because this lockdown's too fucking long mm. and I'm going mentally mm. insane. Mm. So we started doing it in lockdown, I remember, in your pool. But in saying that, I think my sleep has got better and my nervous system has got better because I used to... You used to sleep shit. I, I used yeah. to sleep like shit and I used to wake up in the night and be like... <gasps> And now I'm just, I sleep through the whole night. Mm. Wow. Yeah. 100% you would have rewired everything. Yeah. I really think I have. I'm yeah. just like so much more relaxed. And once I go to sleep, I'm like, oh, I, I feel safe. I feel great. So question, do you prefer showers or like the ice baths or the beach? I love the ocean. Yeah. I, I No, no, that's a lie. I hate all of them. <laughs> yeah. I hate all of them still. Yeah. I run screaming into the ocean now. Because that's mm-hmm. just, like, my thing now. I just yep. go to Elwood and I just think it's fucking hilarious how affected people are by, like, everyone's always like, why is that girl screaming into the water? And so, like, it's my favourite thing to do in Elwood. Um, so I run screaming into the water because I hate it. Yeah. And I have to, like, hype myself up, dance up in the – like, I have to I have to stare at the sun. Like, I have to be like, come on, give me heat, give me heat. And then I'll, like, <laughs> yeah. drop down and then I'll mouth breathe and then I'll be like, okay, you're good. And I always love it as soon as I get out. But cold showers I find really hard. Yeah, I do do it. Because obviously, like, you can turn the shower off and at any point and it's like you're in the shower, you haven't taken yourself all the way to the beach or whatever, yeah. you haven't set up an ice bath. But um, I don't like any of them, but I probably prefer the ocean out of all of the things. That's really nice to hear because I probably would think that people would be listening and to be like, oh, my God, she's like loves it, whatever. Mm. To hear that Ella actually doesn't love it but you need to do it, you yeah. have to do it, it's like, kind of nice to hear Mm, so if you're listening just fucking do it (laughs) like this is what like it's just it comes down to if you're telling yourself that you're stressed or you're you're, you've got anxiety it's like yes okay that's real for you because that's what's happening for you like what's what's happening internally but if you're if you can't handle the cold water okay and how the fuck can you handle anything else? That's true. It's like just boss the cold water. Yeah. Have that moment with yourself. Understand that how painful it is is why you're doing it. And like I said, like know yourself. Like if you're sick or if like you're you're it's that time of the month, don't do it mm. because it's too much for your nervous system. But like when you're ovulating, get in an ice bath instead of a freaking cold shower. Like yeah. push yourself harder mm. because it. I hate it. I hate why it when you're ovulating. Because you're just built different. You're just built ah. to take more stuff on. Yeah. Like not as sensitive. <laughs> no, seriously, like we're yeah. not. Like like we – I learned about my cycle as well, like on this journey of learning about myself. Um, and I do so many different things. Like I don't train – I don't do any weights or anything when I'm on my period. Some people are like do – smaller reps more like more intense like Mm. like just change the way you train but I when I bleed now I eat whatever I want to an extent Mm. I sleep more I cancel my plans I have no like I'm like cool I need my own time Mm. but then when I'm ovulating I'll have like I'll do that extra thing that makes means I only have five hours sleep or I'll you know make all those plans to do all those things and like people around me notice it like my business partner is always like like notices when I'm at my good stage or when I'm premenstrual and it's like, okay, what are we doing today about it? Like, what do we need to do? But, yeah, when you're um, ovulating, you're built to handle more things. That's I I never knew that. You should learn about your cycle. I know. I hear so many women talk about, especially lately, I feel like the last few years women are more openly talking about, like, you know, make sure you try not to do that on your cycle, do that. But I'm not educated at all. No, me either. I just feel like shit and I'm like, "Mm, whatever. I just like, used to know that you're really horny when you're ovulating and yes. that you're really sad when you're bleeding and I yeah. didn't really understand anything yeah. else. But now I like 
there's four different stages. I don't know what they're actually called, but it's like some people call them like spring, summer, winter, autumn. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and you're you're we're, as women, we're built differently. Like when we're ovulating, we're actually designed to do so much more with our days, and like yeah. we have our smell is different. We sh- like we show up in the world, like everything about us is different because we're trying to attract someone to yeah. like mate with, right? Oh, of course, yeah. that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. So I want to talk about you've just opened a studio in Melbourne. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what you guys offer? So we just opened off Chapel Street and it just feels like a freaking dream come true. And we are a basement studio. Yep. So it looks like you're coming into a block of apartments. Like, you know, like so many people are like, I thought I was coming into your house. I'm like, no, no, no. Um, So we're a basement studio opposite Morris Jones and we have – a classroom where we do our classes and then we have a one-on-one area where I do all my one-on-one like sessions and we basically have yin yoga right mm-hmm. because yin is another practice that changed my life completely and then we offer three different breathwork classes and then we have one-on-ones so the three classes is LSD mm-hmm. which is light slow deep oh okay. I like okay. that but it just is a little play on words because yeah. it makes people go what yeah. um so LSD is like the most gentle class that we offer because LSD is sticking with nose breathing completely so it's like the perfect beginner class perfect for someone who's quite um has that really neurotic energy and like mm-hmm. has that really like mm-hmm. um because it's just about feeling safe in your body and before you try and push yourself with the mouth breaths or push yourself with the combination it's like just about feeling in your body and just understanding what it feels like to feel safe okay then there's connect, which is designed to be – sometimes there's connection exercises at the start. Sometimes there's things with other random. Sometimes it's just by oh yourself. God. Sometimes there's share circles. That's the class we did. And at the start, I actually – it's just so funny. I have to say this before you go on. But at the start, I was like thinking about it and I was like, oh, my God, it's called connect. And we've done so many <laughs> connect things in yoga in Bali where you have to like stare into someone's eyes for like an hour. And – it's the most amazing experience, don't get me wrong, but it's fucking frightening before so you do it. So uncomfortable. And before your class, I actually had a slight panic attack because I was like, oh, my God, if I have to sit next to that guy and look in his eyes, I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> so I have to – I remember that now you're saying that I were, freaked out. Were you cursing me? I was like, why did Sarah go down the front? Like, I have to do it to this fucking random guy. <laughs> Ella was like, the best spot is right up near the sound bowls. I was like, I am there. I just had to put that in because I remember now thinking, oh, my God, if I, I have to do why one of – separate. <laughs> I actually wondered you, why yeah. you both had come to the class because... and Sarah's at the front and you were in the middle. I was like, wouldn't you go next to each other? Like, no, well, to be honest, like, we do so much yeah, together. Nice like, we're business too. owners. We've got the same friends. Like, yeah. I see her every day. It was kind of n- nice to separate myself. Yeah. But then when I realized what class it was, I was really fucking angry at myself because I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so I've actually. It's good. It's good for us to be uncomfortable. 100%. So it's like connect is like, yeah, sometimes there is that fun little yeah. exercise right. at the start. Um, but it's it's more just like a combination of connecting with the nose and the mouth breath as okay. well. So it's yeah. like the spicy combo of both and understanding what it feels like to be in both nervous systems. And then release is designed to invoke a release out of your body, whatever mm-hmm. that might be, whether it's like laughter or sweating or shivering or whatever. Um, but release is probably the more intense class in the sense that it is there to push you out of your comfort zone with yourself and like the thing with breath work though and I guess I love reminding people of this is people get so scared right because they see all these things online and they're they're scared of the vulnerability with themselves or the vulnerability with other people or Mm -hmm. whatever it might be but 
breathwork, like you're not micro, you're not taking mushies, you're not taking LSD, you're mm. not like taking, it's not, it's just, you're just lying down and breathing. Yeah. So your body's going to give you what you need. So whether you come to an LSD class, if you need to have a cathartic release and you need to be crying and going and being all raw and vulnerable, mm. that's what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. If you come to release and you need that relaxing thing, even though it's like a heightened experience, your body's never going to bring you or take you to a place that you're not ready for or exactly what you need. Yeah. Because it's, it's just you. You're just going into yourself and just seeing what you got going on right so like there's these three different classes and they're all there to like be the little stepping stones of I don't know the different experiences that you can have but at the end of the day it's just you and your body's just going to do exactly what you need yeah I I was gonna say what are some things that people can experience they're like my question oh really of course it is of course it is we think the same yeah um, they can experience in their first class. Like I remember you briefly at the start being like, oh, if you feel tingling or if yeah. you go heavy, like that's Or you're normal. cold yeah. or like hot. What are some things that people might experience? So because we're changing the chemistry of our body so mm-hmm. much, right, and we're, and we're being – it's just breathing so differently to how we breathe normally. You can have so many. So there's like the science side of it, but then there's like the metaphysical and like the magic side of it. So there's the science is saying that it's all those things are happening because you're changing the chemistry of your blood and because you're hyperventilating or superventilating and whatever it might be. So that's the science reason. But then also I believe energetically when you're breathing and you're laying like that, you're shifting everything stagnant in your body. So you have all those different sensations come up because it's like the energy that's moving through you because – Our breath is our life force, right? Mm. Like it's the one thing that we can't go without. So when you like be intentional with it and you just, you play with it and you move things through you, different sensations can come up. So it can be, it will be different every time. Like Mm. next time you do breath work, it will be different to last time because it always is. But you can have so many things happen from being like, from it being like you're sweating and walking in the desert to freezing cold, like you've been put into a freezer in a second. You can have, um, different like for example when people who have had surgeries like shoulder surgeries and stuff like that they'll notice that there's like a heat or an energy build up in the areas where they've got scar tissue and that yeah I I think is magic and Mm -hmm. I think that's their body's healing themselves right but other people have other opinions um but basically you can feel muscle cramps you can feel pins and needles you can experience different things happening to your hearing you can feel tightness in the chest like you might pass out like might you might have anxiety and like lightheadedness like you might pass out cramping no matter where you're at in your cycle um something that happens almost every breathwork session is the tightness in your hands Mm -hmm. because it is the chemistry of the blood changing and so the blood doesn't move like it normally would be so you can have a tightness in the hands but then there's the spiritual side of it where your hands and your heart are directly energetically like linked so the more like heart stuff you have going on and heart blockages you have, the more intense your hands feel. Oh fuck, my hands were heavy. But then, but then like, but then there's people who will be like, no, 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 yeah. But it's yeah. like, okay, believe what you want to believe. But that's just, yeah. Oh, I can't remember that's what my so hands cool. felt like. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, do you have any other questions? Um, I don't think so. Do you have intro passes and stuff? Uh, like how much the classes? Just if anyone's so, listening. Intro pack is thirty. The intro class, the intro access to everything is thirty nine for a week. Okay. Um, and then single classes are 35 and then you can just get packs. But I think that we do like two memberships and I feel like memberships are the way to go because yeah. you commit to yourself. Yeah. 100%. And we're so like society's so conditioned to like spend the time of your downtime being like exercise or, mm. you know, being all these other things. But like when you sit in the stillness and you breathe, you'll notice that the other things 
just start to like happen a little bit. It's yeah. an investment. It is an investment. So we yeah. have committed and casual memberships, which are like, oh, I really should know the prices, shouldn't I? But I don't. <laughs> That's but there's okay. two different yeah. Um, yeah. membership types and they both are three months. Yeah. No, one's month to month and one's three months. And that gives you access to everything. And that is what That's I right. try and push people into yeah. only so that they can experience it, not just one time or two times, but they're like, fuck, I'm paying a membership. I should go. To actually transform few- your life. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. I think it's such a good idea. I always say this to Sarah. I'm like, we spend, I know I do, and Sarah, like we spend a lot of time on the outside, like working out and like mm-hmm. doing workouts and stuff. We often forget about the inner stuff yeah and it's so important so I think it is a really good investment well this is what this is what I say to everyone who comes to me and with autoimmune things they're like yeah my downtime is running and I'm like okay so your meditation is running and they're like yeah "Yeah, that's how I relax and I'm like okay but you have fibromyalgia or you have endometriosis and Mm. you're telling yourself that running is your relaxing that's couldn't be more of a sympathetic response from your body that's exactly what your body is craving not to have but Mm. you feel safe in that because that's your reality so like that's just you just pushing yourself further into that system right and so coming and lying down and breathing is going to fucking suck for the first four or five times and you're not going to have that moment yet because you don't feel comfortable in your body Mm. right and it's going to take a while but then like it just oh there's no it's no quick fix you got to commit to it and then that's when the magic happens exactly especially for those really highly strong people who are like running is this or weights is my meditation weights is different to running I guess but running those people who tell themselves that story that's like my downtime is a 10k run after work and then they have all these health issues it's like you're you, you need to fucking lie down and breathe. Babe. Like your body is in <laughs> your stress. Your body is yeah. dying to, for you to take a deep breath. Yeah. Mm. Funny. And they're always the ones too that end up injuring themselves and they can't run for like three months and then they feel shit about themselves. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it was so good to have you on. That's Thank nice. you so much Thank for coming you. in. And we're going to, I'm going to, like I said at the start, I'm going to bring my boyfriend in. We're going to do a session and we've got a few friends that want to come. So we're very excited. Amazing. And That's if you're great. listening, just, Go and do it. And follow the breath boss. Yeah, 100%. And the breath house. And yes, the breath house. The breath house. The breath house. H-A-U-S. Yes. House. 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 German, like German house. So yeah. chic. <laughs> it was the other one. It was house, but yeah. then. That looks yeah. better. Yeah, it looks yeah. so much yeah. better. Yeah. It looks so much better. Thank, Thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 